0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams Podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: And happy Thursday, August 10, 2023. It's going to be a great episode today with uh, Robin Bullock. Get your popcorn. I just kind of keep seeing this picture of telling people, go get your popcorn. This is going to be good. And we never know where it's going to go. So um, we literally don't know until the spirit begins to move as we as we talk. So it's going to be fun to find out where, why God's saying get your popcorn. So uh, anyway, a quick reminder that Andrew Whalen will be with us tomorrow. We're recording him this afternoon, but he's all, all, all full of lots of revelation and dreams and visions and the whole thing. So it's going to be fun to have Andrew on. So we're going to bring Robin on in just a minute. A quick reminder of our new premiere today of an American Warriors uh, episode. Let me read the content of that. It says, in part two, we hear about Joe McPhail's close air support missions in Okinawa during World War II. When he thought his service was over, he was called to Korea to support ground troops at the Chosen Reservoir. Quote, I lost many friends, he says, but he survived another 100 missions after that in combat in his Corsair. uh, Here's a preview of that.
2: Wasn't any air to air uh, for us. Uh, We we did a lot of close air support, uh, especially during the Chosen Reservoir thing, you know. It was, you know, pretty high altitude, I mean, uh, you know, it was up 5,000 feet or so, and uh, the airplane didn't do it quite as well yeah, as it did down on the ground, Yeah, The higher you go, the worse it gets, yeah.
1: Man, it's hard to believe what men and women went through as pilots and support uh, in, in uh, that was World War II, Um, I just can't believe what, and then he went a hundred missions beyond that uh, first air in part, what what we aired in part one. And can you imagine uh, with close air support, a hundred missions and still coming back alive? That's simply amazing. So be sure to watch that. It's on Rumble and on uh, YouTube. At, at American Warriors 22 on both of those. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and run the spot uh, uh, on the uh, wells that you are investing in, in the kingdom of God, so here we go.
3: The, the villagers have got to walk all through this dirt and this this swamp to go and pick water. To show you this is to really let you know you are not only uh, doing history, but living a legacy. Mm-hmm. Because from, from this, water to clean water, you have eliminated all diseases. There are many communities that are still struggling and suffering. Uh, So we continue to pray with you and continue to pray with us that we shall continue to lift up the standards of living of our people and that they can be free from all sicknesses. God bless you. We are now now heading to the launch of a wonderful gift that you have donated to elevate these people from this level to the level now you're going to see. We clap for you, we thank you. We thank you so much for alleviating this community from bad contaminated water. And we pray that God blesses you so much. We are going to open it and launch it in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen! And on behalf of Elijah Steele, I hand over this for all, to the leaders and to the people, and I dedicate it to God, to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and everyone who say, yeah. Yeah. so let us see whether we have some water. Whatever. You
0: are impacting thousands. Donate today at elijahsdreamscom slash donate.
1: That's my favorite celebration. We've got a number of these now, but that was my favorite because it's so big of a group from the village. And they're so happy as they celebrate the opening of the water well. And as we've said many times, many people get saved uh, at these. And and church plants come out of these, or church plant. uh, Not only the physical church is kind of put together in a primitive way, more primitive than the ones we have, but it's put together close to the water source. So people can come to the church and come to get water. And it's it's pretty amazing. So, all right, to bro- time to bring in Robin Bullock. So here we go with Robin. Hey, Brother Robin, good to see you. Good to see you. Shalom, good see. shalom. I don't know why the Lord gave me the picture of go to tell people to get their popcorn out. So any ideas? <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> well, you know. Scripture says that it'll take the ages to come <clears throat> to show what all, how rich his grace was. So we're going to the show, Brother Hagan used to say. We're going to the show. Really? So, I didn't know he said that. <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's an interesting uh, thing because, you know, uh, I forget where, I, where this came from, but they were talking about that everything that happens on the earth is is bounced off the earth in a refraction of light and goes back out into space. Really. Every little scene like what I just did is still now it's hurling out in space somewhere. And this is what they said science says if you could get ahead of that you could watch it all happen again. Really. Just like a movie. And so one day we're going to get to heaven and you're going to ask the Lord Lord, I'd really like to see what that Red Sea looked like when it parted. And he'll say, well, come on out here with me. We'll get ahead of time, and I'll show it all to you again. Oh, man. That and we'll be so able fun. to fly out to the end of, of time and get on the other side of it and watch it all come back to us, and we can see it in living color, exactly what happened. Oh, that's amazing. the Red Sea. You know, and I,
1: God's yeah. shown me several times, that I've heard scientifically, someone had a word once where they walked into a room, uh, where the people were gathering and it wasn't even necessarily a gathering for the Lord, but this one probably was. And over every item in the room and over every person in the room, there was a complex mathematical formula over their head. And every time mm. someone did anything, like picked up the glass, yeah, every single mathematical formula changed over everybody and everything. And everything everybody did, so there's all these mathematical formulas because God has set uh, in time, what is his desire to happen? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Any thoughts on that?
2: Well, it shows you too how big God is, and see, we forget that as believers. We we get so caught up a lot of times, and in, in, uh and the world's constantly trying to rewrite God in, in their image. Yeah, and, and uh, government tries to rewrite God in its image, and so on and so forth. But God is 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 God, and there is no other God. He is the El Yon, the most high God. That means there's no most or high. And when God looks up, there's nothing there. He's as high as you go. And so, you know, this was in my heart today. Yeah. To start pointing people back to the written word. I'm telling you right now, uh, as a prophet, I'm I'm telling you something. You you need you better start getting into this book because everything you know will change and it, and you it's only your knowledge of what's in here that is going to ground you and make you solid you have to know what's in the book you can't you you'll never find yourself if you don't have any knowledge of this really see the, the the prophetic word is the bible says the letter without the letter, without the Spirit, will kill. And so we say that, oh yeah, you know, the letter without the Spirit will kill, but think of it this way, the Spirit without the written word is a flake. That's a kite with no string. Oh, wow. And it's just flying everywhere all at one time. And people come up with all kind of wild ideas, Steve, that was never in the Scripture. See, the Scripture... Every line, every between every line, the wind blows. You know, I was doing a, um, I was doing a word study one day on the genealogies of Jesus, and just uh, defining every word in the genealogy in its original language, and in Greek and so forth, and I was defining it. And then you can put it together as a story, and it will tell a whole story. Crazy. You know, it's like this. One time I I took the, um, uh, I took the story of Lucifer in Ezekiel 28. I was studying that, I guess 20, probably 28 years ago. Really? And I was studying that and um, I put, I defined every word that I could, that I was impressed to in Hebrew. And it says, uh, uh, you know, how different things about him falling and all of this. And when you started defining the words, it actually revealed these words. And if you just put conjunctions between the definitions, it starts telling a story. And it tells a story that you can't see on the surface. And if you put it in the context of what you're reading, it will open up things to you you've never seen. And it won't violate the scripture either. Wow. Like. When it it came down through there, and it said, "Because of the ice, uh, because of his hangings, he ushered in the ice age." Really? Yeah. And I I thought I remember back then thinking, "Man, that's the wildest thing." Because of his hangings, he ushered in the ice age. Well, people try to place that ice age. They try to place this. They try to place that. Well, it never happened. Well, yeah, it did happen, but it happened this way. But it said in the, revealed in the the wording, in the Hebrew, that because of Lucifer's hangings, he ushered in the Ice Age. Really? So I, I, I started pressing into that. I said, Lord, did he, did the inhabitants of the earth at that time, did Lucifer actually lynch them? I mean, he, because of his hangings? And the Lord impressed me, he said, look up the word hanging. And so I did, and it meant to be supported from above and not from beneath. And that's the definition of hanging, supported from above, not from beneath. See, the word is forever settled in heaven. It never changes. It's solid. It never moves. It's over everything. He's exalted his word above his name. So, but in the earth, there has to be an anointing so that the Word and the Spirit flow together. And if the Word never changes, and all of a sudden the anointed ones in the earth remove the anointing, it will hang everything on the rigid Word, and it will not give. And Lucifer destroyed the world before Adam, and he used the Word to do it with. Really? Because the Bible said he was the anointed cherub that covered. So when the anointed cherub that covered, it was like kicking a stool out from under the creation and it just hung it. Wow. And so he used the Word to kill everything in the earth. And that's unforgivable, you know. And so he's an angel anyway. He don't have a redemption in Well,
1: you know, uh, you talked a minute ago about, I mean, you've been talking about the Word, the Word, the Word, the Word. And in, uh-huh. in a previous episode, you talked about chat, GBT, GPT, and um, yep. I want to make sure we drill down on that for a moment because sure. you said there it's going. people are going to, the way I would interpret what you said is people are going to get into that Christians and they're going to allow it, which is illegal, to prophesy to them, which is illegal. That's like, to me, that's like a Ouija board uh, sure. and it's, it takes people away. Is the, Do you have a warning about chat? GPT as it relates yeah. to prophesying someone's future? You know,
2: you know, to start with, we should look at the beginning of the word, okay. chat. Okay. See, we were introduced to that word with all social media, chat, chat, chat. In other words, you're going to have a conversation with someone. You're going to talk with someone. So that word became to us very familiar. Now, see, all prophecy. Now now this is this is really Yeah, I think this is where we need to be today. Okay. Because, see, all prophecy is given by uh, inspiration of the Holy Ghost. All prophecy, every prophetic word that someone gives is actually in this book. It's in here. You just don't know where. Uh, In other words, like, it can come, it can be in here in Revelation. Because you know it's just like reading the, the the book, and all of a sudden you'll go, oh man! Yeah, right. Look at that! You got a revelation of something that's not on the surface. So, it could be by revelation, but it could also be in the codes, in the Bible codes. You know, we we could do that real quickly, like the Bible codes, and just in a in a short definition of it is like. It's, it's what they call skip sequences. The, the rabbis 2,000 years ago was doing this by hand. And so they've been doing it for years and years. But there was a, a man who put the Torah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, into his computer in the modern times. And then he set his, his computer to scan so many letters and drop that letter down. And see, in the Hebrew language, there is no vowels, really, even though there are vowel sounds. And they're, they're represented by little dots and things, but there's actually only 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Well, the Torah is written from right to left, and it's written in all consonants. True. So if you set your computer to start in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and take numbers that meant something to the Jews. Not not just random numbers, but numbers that meant something. Like 50 was Jubilee. And you start scanning every 50th letter and drop that one down. and the next 50th, drop that one down. Well, something amazing started happening. It gets over around Genesis 2 and they started finding different kind of trees that were in the Garden of Eden it was spelling them out at the bottom of the screen using certain skip sequences. It got over to uh, the flood of Noah and the words like death, death camp, bloodthirsty, holocaust, Hitler started showing up at the bottom of the screen using different skip sequences. They got over into the book of Esther, you know, later on and it was I think it was something like May 10th, 1944. Somebody can correct that if I had the date wrong. But I think it was May 10th, 1944. And it said, uh, they said, what in the world happened on that date? Well, when they looked it up, 10 Nazis were hung for, for the the crimes against the Jews and the Holocaust. Wow. Wow. And wow. the book of Esther is about 10 people who were hung for trying to annihilate. Oh, the my Jews.
1: goodness. Is that you can't you can't make this up? Can no, you? no.
2: And, and so then in certain parts of the Scripture, they begin to do it with more. And certain parts of the Scripture, it would show things like uh, words fell out like, uh, Mura, Oklahoma, McVeigh. And we know what happened at the Mura yeah. building in Oklahoma, yeah. Timothy McVeigh. We know all about that, what happened there, or we know, you know, what happened. And so you would get in different skip sequences, and they began to wonder, I forget now who was the source of this one, but they began to wonder, um, could it find modern people? So what they did is they took, <laughs> they took and put in uh, so many rabbis' names and said, let's see if it can find, just set it random skip sequences. Because see, Steve, it can go, it can go for, a forward, backward, diagonal, up and down. Uh, every third letter, every first letter, every fiftieth letter, every fifty-five hundredth letter—I mean, whatever—it's—it's it's never ending because it's the eternal Word you're dealing with. And so, uh, so they put them in there. It didn't just find one or two; they thought that would be amazing, but it didn't just find one or two. It found every one of their names really? and told things about their life that, that nobody knew. Well. They did the same thing with a, put a missing policeman that had gone missing in Israel, and they put his name in there, in the Bible, in the the Scripture, the prophets, and the Torah, and it dropped his name out and said uh, where he, where to find his body, and they found it there. Well, you know, and there was the, when it predicted, uh, it told about uh, Rabin's assassination. Right. It told about him and Yossah Arafat, said Arafat would shake the hand of Rabin. And when they appeared with Bill Clinton on the White House lawn, they were supposed to shake hands, and Rabin wouldn't shake his hand. And Arafat reached out and took his hand and shook it. And the scripture said, Arafat shakes the hand of Rabin. And so it just went on and on and on. No other book will do it, only the Bible. Nothing else will do that. And so... um, and, and All prophecy is like, is hidden there.
1: And you're and so you're saying not just Israel, but for you and me, yours and my names would be if someone knew where to find <laughs> the skip sequences, yeah. but, but we would, they would put like, they would put Steve Schultz in there and then it would find a skip sequence that would spell something out, right? Oh uh, yeah.
2: And it would yeah. be, it wouldn't just be like uh, every 10th letter, then every 12th letter, then every fifth. it would be a, a certain pattern.
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com/slash give. Now, back to the show.
2: Where your name would show up. And so it's it's in other words, it was done on purpose. And uh, let me tell you this story now. This yeah, this'll this will tickle you, man. You know, as we say, it'll tickle It'll tickle you. Uh, years ago when I was, I was just learning about some of these things. And you know, we're forever students, you never arrive at studying the Bible. You know, we were gonna rehearse in the band years and years ago, and somebody said, let's pray, and I didn't feel like praying. And the bass player looked at me and said, oh, well, have we arrived? We don't have to (laughs) pray anymore. And I just stopped, and I said, oh no, 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 we better pray. Well. We're forever students. So well, years ago, I was, I, was, I was learning, just beginning to learn about the codes and the Bible codes and so forth. And um, it was back in the days of water beds. Oh, you remember yeah, yeah. water beds? In the 80s especially for me, it was Oh 80s. my goodness. 70s Yeah, too. 80s, 90s, 80s and 90s. I, oh, Steve. My experiences with water beds, Me and Robin stayed the night with some pastor friends of ours one time. (laughs) We was ministering, I guess. And, you know, those things had a heater on them. And in the middle of the night, their little four-year-old son got concerned that we were going to get cold. So about one in the morning, I don't know when it was, we was asleep. He crawled in the room. He was about four. He crawled in the room not to wake us up. And he turned that heater on 90. (laughs) <laughs> and he did. About two in the morning, brother, it was like two boiled robins coming out of that bed. I mean, man, it was so hot. You were fighting. And um, so anyway, in the days of waterbeds, we were at another pastor's house, and he didn't have an office for me to study in. So he said, you just go into our room, and you just, we'll just close the door, and you just use that as your office. So I sat down, Steve, and when I sat down, the waterbed wasn't full enough to be topped. <laughs> All right. And I just dropped down in the seat, and my knees came up like That's this. like a know? bouncy house. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So I'm stuck, <laughs> and I reach over and pull a, uh, a clothes hamper up to me from my desk. So I'm sitting with my knees up, and my Bible is laying <laughs> here <laughs> and my notebook. And, that's, and and I'm sitting there, and now the Lord, He's going to talk to me. Well, He's got my attention. You know, I'm, I'm just sitting here. And, um, and He asked me a question. You know, here's wisdom for whoever's watching. If the Lord ever asks you, do you know, don't say yes. Because, he already knows you don't, <laughs> because you don't, or he would not have asked you. You know, he's about to fix something. I'm fixing to and fix. And he said, something. he said, uh, "Do you know what the Lamb's Book of Life is?" I'm sitting there like this, with my knees up, and my. I said, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know." He said, "What is it?" I said, "It's this." I said, because see, I had read these Jack Chick tracks all my oh, yeah. life. Oh yeah, up, Jack Chick. And yeah. you know, in a missionary Baptist yeah, Chick church, publications. I publications. I remember Chick publications. Oh yeah, yeah wonderful things. Yeah, and I, prophetic things, and that's just some of it's just now happening. And I, and I, I, and I had read the track. This was your life. I don't know if you remember that one. It sounds, it sounds very familiar to me. Was, a lot of yeah. them
1: were in black and white, and then they'd put some red in there and different stuff like that. It was like a yeah, two-color. and most yeah. of them
2: were black and white. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and so this one had a had a starry front on it, like a a night sky, and it had a big white screen that said, "This was was your life," and a and a man who's supposed to be naked standing in front of it doing like this. And so what it was. In the track, it was telling about how everybody will stand before God and your whole life will play out like a movie in front of you. So you can't deny what you did. You know, every lost person. Yeah, right. And so, uh, you know, when you're saved, you stand before the mercy seat of Jesus, not the white throne. So anyway, I said, yes, sir. I know what it is. He, he just kind of, I, I could, you could almost hear him. What is it? Well, it's this big book because in that track, this big angel stood over here to the side with this giant book. And the Lord sitting on the throne, you know, he had no face. He yeah. would always yeah. said, is his name in the book? And the angel would say, no, Lord, it is not there. He'd say, cursed you into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Depart from me, cursed you!" And I said, it's that big old book that them angels read out of, Lord. I said, that's what that is. He said, really? I said, yes, sir. I know what it is. He said, I said, it's that book, Lord. It's that book. He said, really? He said, "Um, isn't that amazing? Now, listen to the Lord talk. (laughs) He said, isn't that amazing that I'm going to require you to live out of one book and judge you out of one you've never seen. And I said, wow, wow. Whoa. Obviously, I don't know what it is. And he said, the Lamb's book of life. What is it? I said, the Lamb's book. He said, yes. What is it? I said, the Lamb's book. He said, yes. What is it? I said, it's the Lamb's book. (laughs) It's the the book, the Lamb's book. He said, it's the book about the Lamb. It's the book about the Zoe life of the Lamb. He said, son, the the Lamb's book is the one you got in your hand. And he said, everybody's name is in there. Oh, look at that. He said, everybody's name's in there. You just don't know where it's at. He said, but it's there. And he said, and did you know, and I remember Brother Hagen pointed this out years and years ago, Steve. You know, it's twice he's come up in this broadcast, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, man, what a gift to the body, yeah. Timothy Hagen was, yeah. and is. But I'm going to tell you something. He said this, he said, do you realize that there is nowhere in the Bible where it talks about your name being written down when you get saved in the Lamb's Book of Life? You know there's not. There's nowhere in the Bible where it says when you get saved, your name is written down. Steve, it doesn't say that, but it's like he pointed out. He said there is a scripture that says your name can be blotted out. That's right. Now, he wasn't talking about the codes when he said that. But I remembered I remembered that when I'm talking to the Lord, you know, on the waterbed. Yeah. (laughs) And I said, all this is happening with my knees up like this, and I'm looking with my Bible. And I said, he said, everybody's name is in there. He said, you just don't know where. Because it's like Brother Hagin said that time, Steve, listen to this. How does little babies go to heaven when they die? their name has to be written in the book. Because if your name don't appear there, you can't show up there. But you know they made it. So how did they make it? Unless their names are already in the book. Yeah. And the day you reject Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, your name can be blotted out. You no longer have authority in the book. And at roll call, you don't show up. And that's, that's the amazing. way it is. That's amazing. And so I caught a revelation that this is the Lamb's book. I had never, ever
1: considered that. I always pictured yeah. this big book. Well, know, that's me. I, I, mean, I told I think, the Lord that. <laughs> I mean, I think Catholics and Protestants, too, because I've heard us both refer to there's this book of life. And so mm-hmm. we're, we're thinking, we're not yeah. seeing, but we're seeing some book. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating, Robin. It makes perfect sense now that the Lord revealed it. That makes perfect sense.
2: And see, I'm like you. It was a big old book because of the Jack Chick tracks I I read. Right, right. And so I grew up thinking that. But now that I know that every name they've ever put in here is found, it's all in here. That's crazy. It's it's all here. So when somebody says, Thus saith the Lord, in a prophetic word there's nothing new under the sun when you say thus saith the lord what's happened is is you're being revealed something that's hidden in here the whole time wow and and that's why when you say thus saith the lord the lord won't say anything that's not here
1: that's amazing i've never heard that explanation it's kind of making sense you know but Mm -hmm. and when you say it's there again if it's there it's it's hidden in the codes are you saying that
2: yeah it can okay. be hidden in the codes just like everything we've been talking about yeah or and those codes are unending there's no ending to them or it can be there in revelation of revelation knowledge coming out of the scripture yeah but it's all from this book see all prophecy and all the scriptures given by inspiration of God yeah and so everything about it is prophetic well you know
1: let me tell you about an experience I had uh, just a short version is that when I got uh, someone would say I got saved at this moment because I'd already been baptized as a kid but I don't know that I knew the Lord at all um, my first supernatural encounter and the spirit came in me was one night in a campus crusade for Christ very conservative Bible study. Yeah. I'm looking at the Bible, and then this thing like came off the page, John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. Wow. That thing came flipping alive. Hallelujah. Uh, the room went into slow motion. It was like this glory. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it because it was like you're in it, but you can't describe it. You just feel it. And and we were all changed that we're in that room that night. Wow. I, I didn't realize that 10 years later I'd be pursuing uh the prophetic, which is really my sheep hear my voice. God made that a Steve Schultz word that was specific so, to me. I don't know. That's probably a different kind of an of an experience than what you're describing, but I feel like I was in I was eternally connected with that word in a more profound way than the average person. I don't know. I
2: feel felt no, that way. no see that was revelation knowledge. Yeah. See that became a revelation to you you became inspired by that word. Yeah. You know, uh, God breathed in your face. He got close enough to breathe right in your face that, at that moment. And that became a revelation. Yeah, it did. To Steve. Well, see, all prophecy can be hidden in revelation. And you're prophesying the revelation. That's why yeah. it always goes along with the word. So that's so an unen- unending thing where it can be in the scripture. Nice. Now, so knowing that, now we're back to the chat, GPT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so knowing that, now you know how prophets, now whether the prophet has any, uh, uh, you know, any real uh, consciousness of what I just said, Yeah. but they're still hearing that. So prophets and the word go hand in hand because all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for rebuke, reproof, correction, and direction for the man of God to instruct him in righteousness. So it's not sickness that instructs. It's not sickness that chastises. It's not anything that chastises a man from God but his word. That's why it's inspired. So if a prophet is bringing correction, he's getting it from here. Yeah. If a prophet says something, it's all coming from here. If you know something about God, you know it from here, and something came alive to you yeah. inside your spirit. And it'll always agree with this. And that way, see, see, but if the enemy can get you hunting other words, and you go around seeking a word, you know, too many people want to hire their own personal prophets. See, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, in the book of Judges where Micah, uh, he, was, he had all these gods in his home. Then he met a Levite, and he said, come be a priest to me, and I'll pay you. In other words, and he came and started living with Micah. Not the, not the book of Micah, but in Judges. So he he goes in and starts living with him, and he became a hired priest in Micah's house. Hmm. And just think about that. So too many people want to go around and try to draw prophets away to be their own personal prophet. And they don't ever go to the Word. They, They want a word from the prophet. Give me a word. Give me a word. Give me a word. I'll tell somebody. Here's 66 books of them right here. Take any one of them that God shows you and, and you become the prophet of your own life. Good, good. Then if the Lord gives me a word, I'll give it, but don't try to hire me as a prophet because I'm not for hire. See, I can only speak for me. I'm not talking about where other people are, but, but people generally start trying to hire their own prophet. Now, we're still on the subject, chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. So what men want to do is harness the power of God. Okay, you know when uh, the young prophet went, um, he was, and the Bible calls him a man of God like 15 or 16 times in 1 Samuel 13, I think it is. And he says, go to the altar of Jeroboam. You know Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. Because Mm. Jeroboam ended up with 10 tribes of Israel. And he he was afraid, he became afraid that if the people went to Jerusalem to worship God, that their hearts would leave Jeroboam and go back to the son of Solomon or the son of David, and they would leave him and kill him and go back there. So guess what? Jeroboam, who I'm I'm not mistaken, he may have been a concubine of Solomon's, but uh, a son of a concubine. But so, but anyway, regardless, this is what happened. So he made two golden calves and put them in two high places and told the children of Israel, uh, you don't have to go to Jerusalem. Go to these places. These are the gods that brought you out of Egypt. Oh, my gosh. He said that? He, he did that? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. And so it was the son of Nebat who made Israel to sin. So they began to do that. Well, the Lord sent a man of God out of Judah and it says it was out of Judah. It said he came up out of Judah. In other words, he was full of praise, full of zeal, full of fire, a young prophet. And he comes up there, and this altar Jeroboam had built, he begins to prophesy against the altar. And he tells Jeroboam, he he points his finger at him, and he says, or he starts to tell him, he says, this altar will Will uh, that you're offering this and this and this? It said the priests that are offering on it will end up being offerings on it, and the and he starts telling what all would happen. Okay. Then he said, and as a sign, the altar will break open and start smoking. And when he did, uh, Jeroboam pointed his finger at the young prophet and told the men, said, take him, get him, and when he did the king's hand withered on the end of his wrist. And so the the altar broke open, smoked everything the prophet had said. And he pointed his finger at him and said, uh, and his hand withered. Then he said, please pray to the Lord that my hands restored to me. And he prayed and the, the king's hand was restored and the king said, come to my house and eat with me, and stay with me. Come and be my guest. He wanted his own prophet. Mm. And when he did that, the Lord had told the young prophet, said, do not go to anybody's house. You go back home the way I tell you to. Don't stop anywhere. He wanted his own prophet. Now, and then we see an old prophet heard about it. Mm and sent after the young prophet, which is, the young prophet's called a man of God, man of God, man of God, man of God. But the old prophet sent after him after he heard what happened. And it said, he told him, said, come by my house, I'm a prophet too. Come by my house and eat with me. And the young prophet said, nay, I can't. The Lord said, don't go by anybody's house. He said, "Yes, but I'm a prophet too," hmm. like you. And an angel spoke to me and said, "Have you come by my house?" To
0: help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world, all donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit elijahstreams.com/give and become a partner today.
2: And he said, "But the old prophet lied to him." calls the young prophet a man of God 15, 16 times, however, 11 times, I don't forget, it a lot of times made it glaring, but the old prophet was called a liar. That's the only thing said about him. He lied to him. So he got somebody looking at an angel instead of the word. The word of the Lord had said, don't go by anybody's house. But this prophet said, I'm a prophet like you, and an angel told me to tell you to come by. Well, an angel don't trump the word of the Lord. Yeah, Nothing goes beyond the word of the Lord. Nothing. And the Bible said the young prophet, it's amazing how it says, it said he prophesied in, in the word of the Lord. Now that's amazing. It didn't say prophesied the word, He said he prophesied in it. Hmm. What was in it. So it's all in here. And everybody's saying these angels are are appearing and all. They can be appearing. I've seen angels. And I've I've seen heaven. I've been in in there at least three times. I don't know how many places you know, but I could tell you what I saw. But nothing trumps this. I don't care if a chorus of 15,000 angels appears to you singing hallelujah. And tells me something, it better agree with this book, or I'm not going, and I'm not listening. And God won't get mad at me about it either. And so there's a lot of voices in the wind, but God wrote his down where you couldn't misunderstand it. So, I'm saying all that to say this. People will try to get their own personal profit, And they'll come to a prophet's ministry and say, do you have a word for me? Do you have a word for me. There's, they don't even have a Bible in their hand.
1: Hmm. Wow.
2: Well, they're opening themselves up for deception. Well, what happened to the young prophet? It was the old prophet lied to him. And they probably sat at the table and talked about the supernatural events of the day, hmm. how he prophesied to Jeroboam and how he did this, how he did that. And the young prophet was probably smiling and overjoyed with the word of the Lord and laughing. Then all of a sudden, the old prophet who lied to him looked at him and said, because you disobeyed the word of the Lord and you came by here to eat, a lion will meet you in the way and kill you on the way home. Don't you know at that moment, that young prophet, the color probably drained out of his face and he just looked. He had been lied to by someone who entertained angels and not the word. Somebody who put an angel above the word. It's not that angels are not real and you don't see them. Don't put them above the word. That's so good. Wow. And so on his way in, don't you know, the young man got up with his head down and walked out. Said he saddled an ass and they, he went on his way. And when he went on his way, it said a lion met him in the way and killed him. And the old prophet who lied, the Bible said he lied. He went, he told his sons, he said, go and tell me what, and he went and found the man of God's body. Still calling him a man of God. So a man of God who gets above the word, who listens to something else besides the word in the word of the Lord can be subject to all kinds of things that happen out here. And people wonder, what happened to that man of God? What happened to that woman of God? It could be they were lied to by somebody. And they thought since they were older than them in the Lord, they knew more. They knew more. Well, so what we do is we learn to put the Word first place. Now, with all that said, and I see we're running out of time, but with all that said, here it is, Steve. All prophecy is based on this. That's why you shouldn't go start uh, looking for the book of Enoch, the book of Jasher, the book of all these, uh, anybody else. If it didn't make it into this book, then it may just be history and not inspired. There's a few verses from each book that made it in, but that's the only parts of them that are inspired. The rest of it would just be history. And that history better line up with this. Now, so all prophecy is based on here. Now we can see that, all right. The Bible talks about one day when the Antichrist comes, there will be a false prophet. You know, people get all bent out of shape. Yeah, they're a false prophet, they're a false prophet, they're a false prophet. They don't even know what a prophet is, much less a false one, a lot of times. If there's a false prophet, then there's real prophets. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but the false prophet is one who lies about the truth that Jesus is the Christ. Okay. All demons can admit there's one God, but they won't confess Jesus has come in the flesh. That's different. So it said they know there's one God, they tremble, but they won't admit Jesus came in the flesh. They're Antichrist. So the day will come, there'll be the unholy trinity in the earth, and the false prophet will prophesy to the people. Now, people are loving chat GPT. Why? Because they can punch the Bible in it. And it draws images of scripture and pictures of the story. And they're looking at it and they're, oh, ooh, ah. Oh. And, and it says certain things. And they say, look at this. Some pastor, uh, one pastor I, I read of already went into chat GPT, punched in, write me a whole service. And they wrote the service. The computer wrote him the service from the songs all the way through the offerings the message, and had avatar beings on the screen doing it all. And the whole congregation sat there, and all the pastor had to do was this. No study, nothing. And when they asked the congregation, they said, how did, it, how did that go with you? They said, well, it was okay, they said, but it left us hollow feeling." In other words, it it creates a void Yeah, well. that something has to fill. Well, now one day, think of this. Let's just put this out there. All right, the Lord had given me a word that there's going to be two Bibles in the earth. They're going mm-hmm. to rewrite one. And I knew when he kept on at me about it, and uh, I remember I was at um, Brother Jesse's meet, visionary conference, and in New Orleans, and I wasn't speaking, I was just there. And he he handed me the mic, and he said, prophesy, whatever the Lord tells you. Well, I prophesied and gave the word of the Lord that, that um, the Lord was wanting his people to fight from the place of tomorrow, the place of resurrection, the place of the future where there's no sin. And then all of a sudden he said this, he said, and the lord told me he was going to do it that night told me that day Hmm. and he said mark it down there will be two bibles in the earth you must devour the word of god so that you're not fooled by the one that's coming well right after that a day or two after that a a headline showed up xi Jinping, ping the head of china communist china and communism is not, you know, communism says we don't believe in, in a religion, a god, or anything. That's not what communism is. Karl Marx was a Satanist and, and uh, Satanic. He's even buried in a cemetery for Satanists and warlocks. Really? And, and they didn't know that. communism is a platter that serves Satanism to people and they don't see it. It's the same thing. It it embodies the same and leads you to the same end. So why would communist China, it appeared, Xi Jinping, six communist flags behind him, the orange Chinese communist flags, six of them, and it said, here's the headline, uh, China rewrites the Bible. Why would a communist government want to even fool with the Bible? It's because it's coming to the place now. Chat GPT and stuff like that is introduction to what's going to happen. A lot of the rabbis forbade their followers to even fool with it. They said it robs the soul, and it can affect the soul. What are they seeing? Okay. But a computer, an AI, is the only thing that can write a Bible and include every religion to really? each other and make it coexist and noah harari said it would be great because it would be the first correct translation and so did klaus schwab but but now steve here it is and we got 2 minutes so here we go you ready yeah <laughs> no, so I'm if not, there's a
1: you can keep going i'm not going to cut you off in 2 minutes but just so you know
2: <laughs> if there's a false prophet and there is coming, the Antichrist will have a false prophet. Yeah. Then he's got to have a basis by which to prophesy. So they're going to have to rewrite the text in order to have a a pool like this one, because Satan knows this is the answer. And so he knows how prophecy works because he was a prophetic being when he was Lucifer. So he was a prophetic musician So and would sing the song of the Lord that he found in the stones of fire, which is the hidden revelations of God. And so they rewrite a Bible. Imagine such a thing. They rewrite it. It's politically, globally correct. Now just suppose, since it's in digital form, just suppose suddenly there's a chip in people's hands foreheads, neural links, whatever it may be. But we know it's going to end up in the right hand or the forehead. But just say for an instance, there's a chip. Okay. The chip might not necessarily be what sells your soul forever Hmm. because the scripture said it has to include worship. Yeah. Worship. Government, Antichrist, and worship. Worship. Because it has to be a willing thing you give over in your worship. So, but the chip, watch what the chip could do. All of a sudden, and it could be that too, it could come in at the same time. But all at once, it's just like the phone you have. It picks up a signal. Well, if you had a neural link or you had something attached into your being, And it's attached to that new Bible. And inside it's where all the, everything exists. All religions coexist. All governments flow together. All one platform. It's a pan government.
1: Hmm.
2: So that's a mystery, but it's a pan government. All right, just like Turkey trying to unite its two ends, they call it pan-Turkish. It's a pan-government. All right? When that happens, think about it. All the false prophet would have to do is prophesy in the AI, new Bible. Everybody connected to it would suddenly go, I'm just led to do this. I have an impulse to go over here. Just like you do with the Holy Ghost. You'll say, I was just led by the Lord to do this. Well, they're led by whatever that's embedded in them to do this or that.
0: notice,
2: Notice Harari said this. He said, the day will come. It will be just like you pulled down a screen in front of your face. And everything will change. What is he talking about? All of a sudden the screen pulls down and you never view life the same way again because something has changed inside you. Now what, like John said, what was green all your life has been blue all your life to you when that screen comes down, everything's changed. And so this is what a false prophet will have to have a version of the word to prophesy through, will have to. Because real prophets have to have the word to prophesy through.
1: And, and Robin, if somebody says, well, uh, I understand that they probably put the, the original Bible in there to begin with. And then now AI is going to rewrite portions of it. And oh. But what happens to a person that says, I'm just going to try this out. I'm going to say, let's say it's George, George Smith. And he says, and, the, and he asks, uh, chat GPT, what is what is the future for George Smith uh, in the next five years? And he just does that. Talk about has he opened himself up big time?
2: Okay, what happens? Is, yes, he has. Okay. Because what happens is 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 that that AI will offer suggestions of you know it's like when they they punched into jet, Chat GPT and said um, what is the an AI's role in the end time scenario of the Bible. And the chat, the the AI wrote it out and said, even though it's not listed by name as AI, these are possible scenarios which could happen concerning AI and its power. Well, the internet knows everything about George Smith and all they yeah. have to do is punch it in there and all of a sudden the AI says, even though George Smith has not written uh, precisely in the open here in this, but this are possible scenarios for joy, And all of a sudden, it's prophesying to you. And people have hired their own prophet. Oh, my goodness. In their own house. Does that make sense? Yeah, you see what I'm talking extremely, about?
1: extremely, extremely dangerous. Uh, oh, it's, it's dangerous. It's not just... Not wise. It's like you flat out invited a false prophet into your home. Yeah, because you you're... can't help but start to believe mm-hmm. it because it sounded so good or yeah, so real. And,
2: and all of a sudden they can write their own prophecies. Mm. Now they're used to interacting with it. You watch it and see, Steve, if it don't happen one day that on bumper stickers of cars, instead of saying coexist, it will say something like the AI Bible, the only correct translation oh, or the correct translation. Something will happen and it will, it's got to come in here or how can the very elect be fooled? They have to begin to, and the rabbis forbade it. They forbade it. They see the danger of it. Well, it's not just being afraid. And there's a lot of things at AI that we use it for now. But when they start messing with the Bible, and an AI is the only thing that could possibly make all religions coexist. That's what the bumper sticker was prophesying. Coexist. Now, in the, in the Chinese version of the Bible, uh, John and I were talking, and it appears in the article when you look at it, of course, I didn't know the article. Yeah, I just gave the word because the Lord had quickened it to me over something I saw. And uh, when I I heard that Harari and them was endorsing such a thing, I knew in my spirit they're going to do this. They're going to rewrite the Bible. And I said it, and then China shows up showing it. Well, they're about four years into it. They could be four years into the midst of it now. But get this, the the story that's used in there is uh, Jesus, when the woman was caught in the act of adultery, she yeah. was caught in the act of adultery. And you know, the beautiful story in Jesus said, Let he who is without sin among you cast the first stone at her. Well, you know, and uh, that he wrote on the ground, and there's some, uh, maybe sometime we talk about some of that, but he wrote on the ground with his finger, and he, he said, Let he who is without sin among you cast the first stone. And then he stooped back down, wrote on the ground, and everyone there dropped their rocks because nobody could throw a rock at her. He was the only one without sin. And he raised back up and looked at her and he said, Woman, where are those thine accusers? She said, he said, Has any man accused you? No man, Lord. He said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. It's beautiful. But in their rewrite, it happens right up to that point. And then it says, Jesus stones her to death. That's because so iniquity.
1: It, that's, yeah, that's because the, it
2: it can't go against the government rule of communism. So
1: China wrote that in.
2: Yeah, uh, I believe that was in their version. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: I, I actually looked that one up, and I have mm-hmm. that clip that's reporting that. So yeah.
2: Well, and when
1: you say there's going to be two Bibles, uh, I know China's trying to do it, and you're saying ChatGPT chat GBT or AI is going to do it. So there's two potential Bibles right there. Uh, but uh, but there's the real Bible, is one going to be, do you have any ideas? one going to be more?
2: Well, see, here's the thing, Steve. We don't think about this, but remember, Satan is a counterfeit on everything.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give.
2: Yeah. All right, this is one book in 66 volumes. Sixty-six books written over thousands of years by some people who never met each other. Mm -hmm. And they still coincide perfectly. Mm -hmm. So the new Bible could be every nation using their own AIs to write their own religion. And it all becomes different books and one big Bible. But somehow the AI can make them all coexist together together. And it becomes a global translation, the only correct translation. And so to do that, men begin to be prophets of their own life through the AIs as they can search the scripture, the, the false scripture, Yeah, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And then um, it, the false prophet could prophesy anything in it. And if you're chipped to it, then suddenly you're picking up every impulse because and you, your once Bluetooth, that chip is you're Bluetooth. You're a living Bluetooth. Yeah.
1: Once the chip, if you allow that chip to go in there, and then you allow a and AI is in there, you're saying you become as you start start being by being an unwilling participant, but you end up being a willing participant well, because when the screen, you,
2: yeah, because yeah, yeah. the screen comes down. That's exactly what Harari said. Yeah. And, and when they asked him, said, are we going to be human as we know it? He said, well, are human? He said, not as you know human now. He said, it will change. He said, some of you, some will be kind of like a cyborg mm. in a way. And, and, and then some's just straight out AIs, he said. And then some are, you know, I mean, he's, and he, but he says this, if you don't get on board, they won't need you as a serf or a slave. So in other words, that that tells me the constitution for a one-world government's already written. It only contains three classes of people, them, serfs, and slaves. That's it. And people will never think the same way twice. Now you know why those who receive the mark in their right hand, which is their work, or their forehead, which is their thoughts, those who receive that can never be saved. Never because they will never think of God again the same way. Okay, let's, let's make sure we know
1: what you're saying. You're saying if you subject yourself to this, and may, you're talking about a chip that's, that you it puts you outside of your own control, if you subject yourself to that, it's going to pull the screen down. You're yeah. going to end up obeying sure. it. Sure. And are you saying once you obey it, what do you, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Listen. It,
2: It's just like this, and this is hard for people to hear, Steve. Yeah. But this is what the scripture said. Those who receive the name, the mark, or the number of his name in their right hand or in their forehead, they said those people are doomed. There is no way to be born again after that. And the only way that would be, see, the beast will require worship. He, you must worship him. It said those who worship him yeah. and his image and receive his mark, yeah, his name or the number of his name. So it's coupled with worship. In other words, it's okay. The answer was given to us in the new. Now remember, we're talking about things that we're seeing far out or maybe not so far out that the details could become very clear. And these are scenarios that could absolutely happen. And you can see how they could happen that yeah, quick. Yeah. All right. Harari says it'll happen just like a screen pulled down. So am I exactly right in every detail? Probably not.
1: And by Probably worship, not. Robin, um, I want to make sure on that what you're saying, because someone said, well, I think I should get a chip. that will make things easier. That's not worship in itself.
2: Right. I'm going to tell you. you want me to tell you what that is. Yeah, that's stupid. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. That's, that's stupid. absolutely yeah. stupid. That is stupid. Yeah, and and I'm going to tell you only somebody who is rebellious and or ignorant or arrogant mm. would possibly do such a thing. When this when this particular regime, this Biden administration, uh. uh Wrote an executive order to fund biocurrency. That ought to have run red flags up on everybody's thinking. Biocurrency? To pay for something with your body? What are you talking about?
1: I saw it uh, last week. I saw a clip. A woman says, She had the camera rolling. She yeah. says, Okay, here's what I'm gonna do, guys. I'm gonna put pay for this, these groceries with my hand. And she goes, You hear it, it, it read her hand and she says, that's it, I pay for my groceries. And she was so excited about this new thing.
2: That's what you're saying is stupid. Yeah, and people used to say, oh, that's just conspiracy, that could never happen. And now you're watching videos of it. Yeah. I watched Netanyahu go through a line to get his meal the other day. And you could tell he was, I mean, he was as surprised as you and I are about it. As he went through the line to get his meal, they 3D printed his meal. They 3-D printed his lunch. That's and it only crazy. took about a minute, a minute and a half, and they did it with fat cells and made him a steak. 3-D <laughs> printed a steak. 3-D printed a fish dinner without having to have any meat at all. And when he tasted of it and he said, well, this is delicious. You could tell it was just it was wild.
1: Well, you know, one of the things that, by the way, about that, I, I was just reading about amino acids because it's a particular interest in mine through in health. But it turns out that every single food on the planet is made up of every single amino acid is in the food. It's just arranged differently. And so uh, I'm guessing that that machine, this is me guessing, it had every amino acid in it in it and it and it churns it out in the right sequences of but, amino
2: acids. I don't know, it's weird. But but the thing is is that one day the beast will create an image of himself that he will cause both to speak and all those who will not receive his mark in their right hand or their forehead and give him their worship will be beheaded. They will be killed, which shows you beheading is an Islamic trademark. Oh, that's and all interesting. It's, all it's showing you is this, and the fourth horseman of the apocalypse is a green horse. When it says a pale horse, it's the word green. Okay. And it's talking about, and now you see the Green New Deal, the ten green new commandments, everything green. And it's, it's telling you exactly the way it was going to happen. Well, think about it. The The worship service that the AI wrote in one of the states here in the U.S., Here's something. Think of this, Steve. You say, do I believe all of this is the way it's going to happen? Yes. Do I believe that I've got every detail right? Probably not. But details are not clear yet. Yeah. But the overall scenario, you better watch it. Because uh, even rabbis, and they're not born again. I'm talking about rabbis that don't believe in Jesus as the Christ. They know how dangerous that is. And so, I mean, without even the bleeding of the Holy Ghost in your spirit, just in your soul, you know it's wrong. Yeah. So in that church service that was written, get this. They asked the congregation, how did it feel? Well, it was okay. The words were good. The songs were good. Watch. But it left us with a hollow feeling. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. It left us with a void that had been created. Oh, if there's a hollow feeling, if there's a hollow place and a void, the only thing that will fill that is worship. That's all that will fill it. The rest of it's just in your head. But then you have to fill the void in your spirit with worship. And if if the beast requires your worship... Yeah, especially allegiance. if the
1: beast requires it, or you will not work, you will not eat, you will not be able to go to the store, you will not be able to buy it, It will sell. force
2: you to worship. Yeah. It will yeah. force the worship. and And so you're looking at how easily the mark of the beast could come into the earth. And you're looking now at what's behind everything you're watching to push a globalist agenda together. Now a globalist Bible, global religion, global government, global everything brought to you by a pandemic. And Robin, anyone that says, tell me
1: if if you agree or disagree, anyone that says, I would never submit to that if if it would say, if I couldn't buy or sell, uh, I will have, you know, if, if, you're not going to be able to buy groceries or have money if i would never yeah. submit to that how many of those who would say i would never be able to submit to that have already gotten a required vax because the government said you have to exactly or you can't right eat or you can't work i mean that's a that's a
2: and it's already and been was,
1: examined that's already been tested yes yeah, you and will. that
2: was mild yeah that was mild and and you know uh i think it was klaus Schwab, the head of the wef he said COVID was a test. Yeah. It was a test. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. He didn't say it tested the people. He said it was a test. So now if it was a test, so you mean uh, thousands of people died for a test. So what is the test? People say, I'd never take the mark. If you took that vaccination, you'd take it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was mild. If they came to you and said, one, one nurse told, I think, told uh, Krista, I believe it was Krista, they said, you know, I resisted and resisted and resisted. And then they said, you either take this or you don't have a job. She just said, I just stuck my arm out and said, give it to me. Okay, well, what if they come to you and said, I will cut your head, slam off your body if you do not take this mark and, and swear your allegiance and worship in covenant, it's got to be a covenant's allegiance to the beast. Or I will take your head off, or your family, or this, or that, or the other. How many people you think wouldn't line up and say, give it to me quick, quick. But God will forgive me. He'll forgive me. Well, no, he's already told you if you do that, there is nothing he can do for you after that. That's so frighteningly (laughs) frightening. So I really believe in the end time scenarios. That's kind of what we're looking at. Now that that shows you how easy it is. I read of somebody sent me a thing not long ago. Uh, Was it 10 stories high or 20 stories high? I forget how high. Don't quote me on it yeah but it was a a statue hmm. and they're they're planning on putting like a thousand of these up, and they're statues, Steve, and they have a booth at the bottom of them, and you can walk in the booth and it will scan you three hundred and sixty degrees and put your face on that statue. It can put anybody's face on it, and it can be a living face on this on this image and And get this, at the bottom of the base of that statue, this is what it showed. It showed a beast on the base of it really, with heads, heads hanging on his belt. It showed a beast with a man on a white horse dangling it in front of his mouth like he was going to eat it. And they called this, they said, we can put anybody's face on it. And they called this a family attraction. Are you serious? Yeah, and, and I, if I'm, if I think it was Phoenix. Maybe they were talking about putting up the first one. I don't, I don't know. Somebody else watching can really research that. But how easy would it be to have an image of the beast in Jerusalem and his face be on all these statues around the world and whoever yeah. don't worship him?
1: I mean it's becoming easier and easier to visualize Ooh. how how Satan himself could pull this off and I come back to I mean ever since you you and I first talked about if you would t- if you would take this you you would take the mark of the beast because all that uh-huh. did was suggest to you that the government would be displeased that you might lose your job your family would be displeased and might disown you and it might cause Stress in the house, and you just wouldn't have yeah. enough for groceries. Those are mild threats, and people yes. took them by the hundreds and hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Yeah. I don't know what the number is. Um, that's a mild threat compared to. And nobody
2: to, knows everything was in it to start with. No. But we know it was a seed of the serpent. Yeah. And that's where Satan said in translation of Isaiah 14, I will also have a back eyebrows skin skin bags flesh covered crimson he said i want to be that and he can't do it any other way but an artificial body and so
1: well i when you now, wrap here, here, this up, but i want to just I, you know i'm wanting to beat this to death more than you probably want to but i'm just saying if you if you fail the test the first time God is with you. You haven't lost your salvation. Yeah. But if you failed that test and took the vax, you better say to yourself, I will never, never, never do that again uh, when anyone threatens me. I mean, I don't know what else. And ask God's help. What, any thoughts?
2: Well, you know, here is the thing. the church of The church of the Lord, and I'm talking about the real church, the yeah, church, yeah. the born-again church. We are the resistance of such a regime coming yeah. into the earth. Yeah. It says, he who now lets will let until that hinderer be removed out of the way. Then the wicked one, uh, the man of sin, the son of perdition can be revealed. So there is a resistance in the earth. But it's not just you being here that resist. It's you resisting on purpose. standing and believing, no, we're going to have revival and Satan, you will not bring in the Antichrist on my watch. It's not happening on my watch. We are the victorious church. We're going to be in victory. We're going to stand in victory. And so we're going to resist you right now. We're going to speak St. John chapter one, verses one through 14, into this void that you're creating. We're going to get the time back that you stole from us. We are going to be the victorious church. I'm going to tell you something. When you start speaking the word like that, all of a sudden evil starts backing up, backing up, backing up, and they can't get it done on your watch. That's That's the victorious church. And we, we have that power in earthen vessels. Yeah. We can speak the name of Jesus, the word of God, declare victory, and start talking the written word into our lives, into the situations, and just stand up and tell that devil, no, no, you're not coming in on my watch. And I'm telling you, and start calling for the billion soul revival. God wants a revival of a billion souls. And then when we're finished, let's get out of here in the rapture of the church and then say, okay, you can do your thing for seven years and we'll be back after that. And we're gonna, Then we're going to wrap you up completely after that. That's
1: good. That's good.
2: And so that's the victory we, we have, Steve. Watch this. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So good. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God.
1: So, so, so
2: good. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, that's a perfect. spiritual fight. Yeah,
1: it? It, it is, but it's so yeah. real that it's almost a physical thing. It's almost, yeah. it's like you you engage your mouth. and It's mm-hmm. the physical in that sense. You gauge your mouth and, and speak the word,
2: you know. Well, you know, the blessing of the Lord is voice activated. Yeah. It's voice activated, you know. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. So there's nobody out there hopeless and people say, well, you know, I took that vaccine. Dear God, I took that stupid vaccine. Some people have told me I took one of them. I never would take the second one. But you had to, you know, they wanted you to have one, two and a booster. Yeah. Something about that. So uh, here's the thing. Remember this. Even an old mule learns not to step in the same hole twice. Remember that. Yeah. Really if a beautiful. mule stumbles in a hole on the way to the water hole, he'll never stumble in that hole again. Yeah, He always yeah. remembers where it was. Yeah, you
1: might have those people that made the mistake <laughs> might be the hard, the in a really, really good way. The most hardcore against doing it again because oh, they yeah. know they made a mistake. The first round yeah. God's saying, you know, you learned well, I mean, you learned the hard stand.
2: way. Yeah. Stand, stand, man. Stand because, but remember it is spiritual. Yeah. It's a, the root of everything is a spiritual war and who better to fight the spiritual war than the body of Christ. So good.
1: Robin, do you feel like praying for the people? Yeah. Um, as we close, I
2: appreciate Absolutely. that. I love that. Father, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for the people watching. I thank you, Lord God, for their, their anointings, Lord. Yeah. The anointings that they have on the inside of them, the giftings mm. and the callings, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that show them how to activate that right now. Mm. Lord God, we need all their gifts in the earth. We need all the prophets prophesying. Mm. We need all the evangelists evangelizing. We need all the pastors pastoring. We need all the teachers teaching. We need everyone in the body, whether they be in the five-fold ministry or not, Lord, talking about Jesus, talking about the Holy Ghost, talking about the Word. Lord, I ask you to birth in their heart a love for this book. Lord, a love for the written word that they can never be deceived, that hide it in their hearts that they might not sin against you, Lord. And I ask you, Lord God, to guard their minds that they are absolutely have a buffer of the Holy Ghost against any outside force that would try to take their minds. I pray for them. I love them, Lord but you love them more than I do. But Lord God, they are my family. They're your people. And I ask you for an impartation now, Lord, of the Holy Ghost into their lives. And Lord God, an impartation of the prophetic coming from this screen today into their thinking, into their lives. In Jesus' name, hunger for the word. Hallelujah. Give them a note of victory.
1: Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Thanks so much, Robin. Uh, anything you want to tell people where to find you, or any sure. events you can announce, or
2: sure, well, you can. Uh, well, of course, you can find me at robindbullock.com. dot uh, Anything you want to know is you can just find there, I, I guess, and that's the easiest thing. Right now, as we're talking tonight begins the the meeting of the tribal nations they're all they're here in warrior and it's happening tonight and it'll go through saturday night and if you're around man and you can get here come it'll be okay so there's some there's
1: some seats left that they can get in do they need to register or just show up
2: well i don't know you know i don't know what's left i don't know the seating left but call why don't you just call and um um you know i mean this is awesome um Different speakers will be here. I'll be speaking on Saturday night, and uh, you know, last time we were involved, it was in Rock, Arizona. Yeah, there were wow. ninety-one tribes. I don't know how many has registered here in Warrior, but this is a long way from Arizona. Yeah, and yeah. and people are coming. And then uh, Sunday morning, see myself and Dog the Bounty Hunter will be oh, speaking really? be... Saturday night. Wow, and then Sunday. Uh Dog and his wife will be the speakers on Sunday morning at Church International. So nice. you might want to be there for that. You've never heard Dog talk about things, man. It's just amazing. And
1: I mean I've seen him on and off, but I really haven't watched him that much, so I didn't know he was open to all uh, things prophetic and all that.
2: Oh you know? yeah, you would love you will love hearing him talk. And you know, he's forty I think he's forty percent Cherokee Apache. Oh really? So oh yeah so he's like almost half apache and and it becomes obvious and uh no wonder he tracks so well (laughs) yeah totally that's amazing so is that
1: going to be streamed at all from your i I
2: think the night services will be streamed okay so every night website and they
1: can probably from your website figure out how to stream it oh
2: yeah 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 church international go to that website it'll it'll uh i'm sure it'll be there yeah It'll also be a Facebook. It'll be streamed on Facebook, and uh, and so on YouTube also. So good.
1: All right. Yeah. Thanks, Robin. God bless you. Tomorrow is Andrew Whalen. Everybody, don't miss Andrew as well. He's very, very good. Lots of revelation from the throne. Amen. God bless you, Robin, and we God will bless see you my all brother. tomorrow. I'm going to do it. You do it. <laughs> I can't. Dalome. Make... <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's, uh, I'm there in spirit. Anyway, shalom God bless. is peace. There shalom, is.
2: shalom is perfect peace. There you go. So All shalom, right. shalom. See you, see you, see you.
1: God, shalom, and see <laughs> Andrew, win tomorrow. See you at eleven. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.